0: You know.
1: We'd love to hear your questions, experiences, and challenges. Together, we'll create a thriving community of like-minded individuals, supporting each other to thrive and shine.
2: Happy New Day!
1: It's a new day. It
2: is a new day. It is Thursday, the first day of Black History Month. It's time to be black minority all the things so the resources are finally available to some in certain areas but in all seriousness like um uh, this is just a great time to uh to be to acknowledge to learn to grow and happy february first day of february we get 29 days this year come on leap year Uh, and um, it is happening, and it's happening in abundance. And today is nothing new. Just want to get into the holiday, the time of year that's going on. I really just stay focused as to um, how we have came a long way as a people and when I say the people, I mean black, white, brown, uh, yellow, orange, green, purple, blue, red, all the people. And, you know, our ancestors are somewhere sitting back like, wow, them people really doing it together over there. It's really happening. It is a good time to be alive um, despite all the tomfoolery that's still growing on in the world today. Mary, how are you feeling today?
1: Um, Relieved and exhausted Last night was the first night We spent Great. in the new house Okay We're not done moving, but We got 90% In the new house First of all It's beautiful that you have a new house I
2: love that for you How are the children adjusting?
1: Ariana did really well David For the longest part of the night, he wasn't having it. He was packing his stuff back up. (laughs) He was walking back out of the house.
2: Um. (laughs) That's actually, uh, you know, we always go to our kids, and I wanted to touch on that a little bit. I was going to ask you, like, how's the move going and how was adjusting for him. Um, This morning, your nephew, I'm I'm a little bit tired this morning because your nephew was Does not feel well. Picked him up early from school yesterday. Got a little congestiveness and his little face is swollen. He had a fever, but it broke. That's why I finally left home to go run errands because the fever broke. But mom broke it with some home remedies. We are still full swing, cold, and flu season. So my juicy tip for today, if you are the little person that you are rearing in your life is starting to show cold-like symptoms, flu-like symptoms, stuffy nose, runny nose, uh, congestedness, cough, sneezing, sore throat, watery, itchy eyes, body aches, all the things. I have something that you can make for them, and it works very fast. And when I say fast, I mean 8 to 12 hours fast. Some people said that they felt better in the first four hours of consuming. What is it? In? What is it, doc? All right, here it is. You want to take a fourth of a red onion. You want to cut it up in small, you know, dice it up. You want to place that in a mason jar. Then you want to take mint garlic and the same amount of onion you put the same amount of garlic. So that are probably equivalent to
0: two uh,
2: tablespoons of minced garlic. The juice is good, too. And then you want to put um, maybe a teaspoon of turmeric powder, and then you're going to cover the whole mixture with honey. Local honey is preferred. You're going to cover that up with honey. You're going to allow that to sit Um, I would love for it to sit overnight, but I know your little one probably is not feeling the best right now. So at least allow it to sit for an hour, up to three hours, because the longer it sits, and you'll see this, it'll create a liquid type of situation. It won't be all chunky. The chunks of the onion and the garlic will go to the bottom, and the rest of the liquid that it creates will rise to the top. You want to take about two ounces of this, um, if they're at least 10 and older, if they're under 10, just one ounce. Adults, you can take up to two ounces. And you're welcome. That's all I have to say. You're going to experience great sleep. The body, eight foot subside. Um, it's, it's you're going to feel really good. And that is my just tip for today. That's my cold remedy, and it works on all the people. Very good for uh, OMC. <laughs> to my good sis uh, Tiffany uh, she calls it OMC she sometimes get like this dry cough that lasts for months so two months ago I made um, I haven't even named it but I made my uh, juicy concoction for her and she had to have OMC and what is OMC? that is called Old Man Cough <laughs> that's the acronym for Old Man Cough and we have treated it Uh, With this juicy concoction That I have created Mm -hmm. So give it a whirl Try it out It is all natural Most people have all ingredients In their refrigerators and cabinets So go for it But I also um, Back on track here You were saying that David Wanted to pack his clothes Um Oh, like no, not his clothes. Case,
1: right? His blankets, his, his mountain, or we call it Mount Sinai. His, he his Mount piles, Sinai. His blankets and his stuff. Each blanket is a person, place, or thing. And so he's got them put just right on the couch. So, like, this one will be like Papua New Guinea. This one's Portugal. This one's George. This one's the tundra yeah. and Antarctica and, he was packing all that up.
2: Mm. So my nephew world traveled.
0: <laughs> yeah. I
2: love it. Well, a lot like Gage, uh, I mean, a lot like David Gage doesn't like to stay in unfamiliar places. And sometimes, unless it's a hotel, he's all in for the hotel, y'all. He's ready to stay at the hotel. but someone's house, What
1: is with that?
2: Yeah. I don't know what it's with. They love hotels. And then he wants a fancy fancy hotel. He's like, can you take me to the Hyatt? Can you take me to the, the JW Marriott? Can you take me to, uh, what is his new one? Oh, he love. oh, my gosh. Um, shout out to the people in College Park. Um, they always allow me to get a room or two. And um, they're just so nice He loves the um, I'm drawing a blank The autograph collection He likes staying in the Oh my gosh I'm drawing a blank Has he ever been to the Hard Rock Hotel yet? No He likes the Hard Rock Cafe We haven't made it to the Hard Rock uh, Hotel But oh my gosh What is this hotel he loves? Um, I can't even think of it, and I, I kind of just—I'm drawing a blank here. But uh, we're, it's in College Park, and it's next to our um, processing facility for Juice Up, and he absolutely loves that hotel. He always asks to stay there, and it is troubling me that I can't remember. But anyway, he had um, one of my friends needed a babysitter, and. Um, Oh, I got it. Got Hotel Indigo. He loves Hotel Indigo. Okay, I had that was gonna bother me. So
1: Hotel that Indigo kind of is sounds an like thing. that kind of sounds like a strip
2: club. Ah, it does. But he loves it. It's real. It's, it's swanky. <coughs> it's chic. It's modernized. It's for the millennium. He loves it. Um, but the other night, one of my friends. She um, had something to do like late night with her business, and uh, you know when celebrities book you, they want to tell you to come to their house at 10:30 at night and whatever. you like, what? Anyway, she's a wellness consultant and professional, and um, she wanted me, she needed someone to keep her children. So I say, cool. And she brought them to me about 8:30, 8:45, and I let her know. Girl, we'll see you tomorrow because you know I'm not whatever time you get finished, honey, you go on home. I got these kids. And Hayes was like, "Where they're going? Where are they going?"
0: i like, "They're
2: going home with you." And he was like, immediately went into and I'm I'm asking this question and telling this story because I want to identify the behavior, Mary, and see does it have a name. And so, uh, my friend, she has two daughters. They're like, I want to say like six and four or seven and five, something like, something along that line. No no older than seven. And Gage is 10. So he's like, Mom, where are they going? I'm not going to come into the house. We're going to keep them for Brittany. He was like, well, they're too young to come to my sleepover. How am I supposed to play with these babies? (laughs) And I'm looking at him like, boy, you a baby. And he's just like, Fine. And then he immediately goes into, like, big brother mode. Fine, Gage, you got to step up and be the big brother that you are. Him talking to himself. So he goes and he gets some toys. And Gage, like, uh, like, if you buy um, a set, a toy set that is, like, a kitchen set, so it has, like, all the things you'll have in the kitchen, like maybe it's a cart, and it has, like, a microwave, and it has all the spoons and forks and knives and then it has, like, the condiments, you know, those things. He loves those types of toys, so he had a plethora of them, and they wanted to play, so he had to delegate the toy they could play with. And I was like, Gage, go and do this for the girls. And he oh, has to do everything because I'm the big brother now. Oh, let me just go and do this. you got to help your mom. And, I mean, I never have seen him act like this and it had been a a few times I said Gage you know I want to have another kid he was like no more kids I'm your favorite son you know no more kids and then he just completely shifted into big brother mode and I was honestly like oh my gosh look at him you know just kind of turned the switch on and now he's big brother is that a name for that
1: Um, possibly. It's kind of cool when they do that.
2: It was just a switch in behavior. It was literally like a switch in his brain. And he didn't, he didn't whine when he talked, when he spoke. He spoke to them really gentle. And he just really was like, you know, just really real calm and, was like, Oh, Mom, you know I gotta help you with the girls. make sure they got their jackets. Did they put their their t-shirts on? I mean he was helpful Harry to the ten power, and I'm like, What is this big boy that's coming from? What is it? And I was like, Is it just a maturity being around younger children, or is it something that because he was put into this environment, it literally made a shift in him too.
1: To focus well, on it, it is but it's also a, a control shift you know he's okay. not the baby he's not the little one that everyone controls he has now got two little ones that he can take charge of and control what they do oh, okay so
2: he was shifted into the leadership role and control okay yep yeah. Y'all, listen, I did a workout earlier, and uh, I just want to give a brief shout-out to Koa Protein. Maybe I don't know who created this company, but I want to be a brand ambassador for you. So if anybody knows how to get in touch with Koa, I love this brand. It's a plant-based protein.
0: It's dairy-free.
2: It's uh, prebiotic fibers in it, and it's soy-free. It's 190 calories and I absolutely love these drinks. Um, when I was on my juice and water for 41 days, um, the days that I lift weights, I would consume one of these and I was so grateful that I found this company. So whoever's the CEO of Koa, hello. My name is Georgette Reynolds. I'm the CEO of Juice Up Inc. I love beverage companies and I want to be a brand ambassador. So somebody somewhere tell these people that I love them. <laughs> and I want to be a brand ambassador because um, I love these drinks. But um, back to the, the children. When this type of behavior happens... Will there be a time when they revert, when they revert back to being like the baby and being like the needy or down? Oh, yeah. When
1: when the responsibility's done, they'll go back to being a little turd.
0: And I say that in the most
1: loving way possible. Oh,
2: yeah. girl, You know how we talk, girl. We know. Um, I, I'm just wondering, because since they left, and they, they've they been gone for two nights now. <coughs> you, trying to talk and drink my cola, girl. <coughs> they've been gone for about two nights. <coughs> Hold on. The water... <coughs> Okay, we're back. It a the walk. They've been gone for two nights, and they left some of their things. They're like, one left a toy, and the other left a blanket. So he folded the blanket, and he's like, oh, Mom, we got to get this to Lavender and Sage. That, those are the girls' names. We got to get this to Lavender and Sage. They left it. Oh, no, they're probably sad. Mom, can we take this to them? And I'm just like, when did you... When do you care about another kid? When did you get responsible? And then I also have to realize he's almost 11. So he's showing me a glimpse of the 11-year-old him.
0: And he's mature. That might be a
1: little push he needed. Yeah.
0: Because
2: I am just in awe at the development in 48 hours. There has to be a study somewhere done on this. I know that there is. And I wanna I'm gonna go down a rabbit hole and find it.
0: Because now
2: I want to babysit smaller children to give him a sense of, you know, self and, and age. Because a lot of times when you have children on the spectrum, they you know, they underperform in as as the age is concerned. Now, I'm not saying like this is a bad thing because even though they underperform some tasks, you know, in age bracket, they're overperform or overachieved in the mental capacity when it comes to like David knowing all the continents and all the states. And he probably knows all the capitals. And I think that is brilliant. Gage uh, reads it one time and stores it forever. He knows dates something crazy like history is going to be his subject because he is a date orientated person. If he knows your birthday, he'll never forget it ever. Even now he'll look at pictures in my phone. He was like, mom, this was in 2017 or I haven't done that since 2018. And i looking at him like, How? and then he'll, I'll say, well, when did you do it? Oh, it was June 11th, 2018. He remembers dates to the fullest. And I just be looking at him like, oh, my God, this this is amazing. And first and last name. If he he knows your first name, honey, somehow, some way, he has learned your last name, and he will never forget it. Some days I am not mommy. I am Georgette Reynolds. And I look at him and be like, boy, my name is mommy he was like yeah that's one of your names but your name on your birth certificate is Georgette Reynolds and he read my birth certificate one time he was and he goes you were born in Atlanta, Georgia at 2:03 a.m. at a single birth like he knows random fun facts and i really enjoy uh watching him display his superpowers but i do have a little something um and i want to know this from other moms with babies with superpowers Have your children denounced their diagnosis?
1: Mine don't know know theirs.
2: Exactly, and I love that, but I also, for me, I had to teach him, you know, everyone is different, and this is why, because he was being bullied because of it at one point. So I really wanted to let him know, but he has denounced his diagnosis, he simply said, "Mommy, he is no longer uh, he is no longer autism, he is artistic, and that was that. He said that, and walked right away from me. He grabbed my face, cool. you when he grabbed my face, he's serious, yeah, and he told me he is no longer autism And I said he or i I am no longer autism, I am an artist." I am artistic.
1: I know. Like ours, it's their brains are just wired differently. So like okay. when David irritates Ariana, she will turn around and tell me that David needs to go see a brain surgeon. I'm like, why? And she goes, uh, so that they can fix that wiring in his brain. He's annoying me.
2: Ah, uh, now we went through that part and I used to tell Gage that his brain was wired differently. And one day he he was just Crying hysterically,
0: telling me
1: he wants a new brain. Oh, there's some really good with him being at the mental level he is. um, I will send you links to some of the videos. They're adult videos, but um, that's how they kind of bought into it. Because when I was getting my certifications in the understanding how the brain's wired to rewire the brain. Like, David, I thought he was asleep because he used to crawl in the bed with me. <laughs> it out he was awake listening to the whole thing. So they understand how your brain's wired with all these different... They understand it better than I do when it comes to the technical terms of all of it.
2: Okay. Makes a lot of sense. Because he... Yeah, he literally was crying. I was like, "I want a new brain because it's not wired right." I, I mean, you know, it broke my heart. I'm like,
1: "No, it's wired fine. It's just wired. well." That's it's where you just explain that you can change the wiring in the brain. It's called rewiring. So how you think and what you do changes the way it's wired. That's how you create new habits. That's how you change old habits. That's how you um change simple things like um depression or anxiety you're rewiring how you think and how you do things it's like basically like programming a computer is the easiest way to explain it for him and how you're upgrading the hardware all human brains can be rewired Yeah, definitely.
2: I even, uh, shout out to me. (laughs) Head on over to juiceupbar.com. We have a rewire tea. It is to help with the gut and the brain. The herbs that are in this tea was formulated to help balance out the gut and take care of the gut, which will take care of the brain because they work together. And I call it a rewire tea. So it's definitely good. It has things like uh, turkey tail mushroom, blue, lo- uh, blue lotus flower, the tummy tea blend in there, and um, so on, and so ashwagandha, um, and a few other things. So, I was
0: just uh, that's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful,
2: wonderful, and. Go
1: ahead. No, it's uh, the way that I explain it is a little different depending on your age and your mental capacity. You know, the one way that I explain it to like adults about kids is it's kind of like a car accident and you uh-huh. hit your head and you had to learn how to talk and walk all over again Well, you damage that part of the brain. And your brain rewires itself to relearn how to do all that stuff. It's the same concept without the damage.
2: Got you. Okay. Sounds pretty. Oh, my freak. How are the doggies adjusting to their new
0: space?
1: I'm doing really good. They actually have been here a few days ahead of us so that we could leave the doors open so that we could carry everything into the trailers. Mm-hmm. They're just now adjusting to, you know, being closer to the road so they hear everything. And, yeah, you know, everything. The, the fun part, I think, um, is we're not far from the bro road tracks. What's that? What's so that? Now
0: they,
1: train. So like they can see and hear the trains going through. Mhm. And then um the bad part is is the fire department's right behind the house.
2: So you get to hear sirens all
1: the time. Yeah, that's why I'm thankfully living in a small town. Mhm.
2: So that's beautiful. Moving can be a lot, but I'm glad everybody is adjusting and it is working out for you. Uh, Another thing I actually wanted to get into was, uh, again, we're going into this, uh, the
1: black history. You do know that. I don't know. Were you here last year at this time? I don't think so. I think you started after. Uh Uh-huh. What happened? We do a um, a month-long hometown hero special on Black History Month. And we highlight, we don't highlight just like Martin Luther King, Eli Whitney. We highlight uh, people like Aunt Jemima and individuals who are, they're trying to cancel them out in the name of, you know what what are they i don't even know the logic and the reasoning behind it but highlighting what they did to pave the way for everybody yeah um
2: i had something i wanted to read about it i know a lot of people know that we celebrate black people and the history of other things but I wanted to really let you know, like, what is the significant moment? Um, one of the biggest significant moments in Black history was um, the Montgomery bus boycott and how it accelerated civil rights movement. Um, just to get it, get it out to let people know, like. That was a major part of it, but it was so many other
1: things
0: that Well, you know happened. Martin Luther
1: King uh-huh. wouldn't have become Martin Luther King without the Montgomery boy, uh, bus boycott.
0: Absolutely.
2: Yeah, for sure. They put him on forefront. They needed a leader who was already a leader in the community. Um, preachers are very highly um, in the black community. And um, Just to kind of give you A thing and Guys can google this too It's you know, like, you know great moments in black history If you're wanting to know like What happened today
1: <laughs> The history black channel history. Their website has a very Good thing with that because they don't just pick the big things, they pick
2: the other people.
1: Because there are so many individuals, especially more women than men that didn't get the recognition for a lot of stuff that they did.
2: Listen, a lot of these things that we use today were ideas and patents from African Americans, from black people, <clears throat> and um, because they didn't have, like, you know, they may have worked under someone or something like that. They the for it. So it's m- most important that we go back and literally find out, you know, like things we use, literally the telephone, a computer. Um, a kettle, um, popcorn—all 999 ways we use peanuts. <laughs> George Washington Congress. Um, I always know him because he's one of my favorite Georges. And so, yeah, did you know, that lady?
1: The pe- the person that invented What we consider modern day Wi-Fi She's actually invented the, the transmitters For our Wi-Fi Was actually yes, a woman a that Turned turned into a spy mm. But because she was so pretty She became an actress And they just ignored everything else
2: No, no, I didn't know that But I knew the lady created The pa- the software uh, Or patent for Wi-Fi But she was
0: an actress too hmm
1: She was one of the big, famous silent white actresses, um, silent actresses back in the day. A lot of our women that were absolutely gorgeous that turned into actresses. Um, Audrey Hepburn is another one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because of them being pretty, they were um, used over there before they came over here. As spies Because no one would question them As they brought propaganda back and forth And information back and forth
2: And because they're so beautiful They can't be, you know, a threat
1: No, because women who are pretty Are dumb Yep By, you know, men's standards Which works to our benefit
0: sometimes
2: That's why it's best to be seen And not heard, they say But yeah, it's so so many things, and even though now you just saying that, it's so many amazing women who developed Black history, but the women are They said it was protecting us
0: women, but we needed to really? be heard.
1: We protected them more than they protected us. Ooh, speak
2: about it, girl.
1: But we don't want to, you know, damage their fragile egos. Right. No, we really need a woman's history month. We, I, I mean, we kind of have
2: it.
1: As, you know, this whole feminist movement and this cancel culture thing, it's the fact that there's so many women, especially during, you know, the Cold War, the Vietnam, or um, World War One and Two, that have done so much for us. Yeah.
0: And then,
2: even though the women that, like you said, we was we was holding it down on this side, and then we gotta take care of the egos. And then you know they, they tell us, yeah. And then they tell us to sit down and act like a lady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's that about? They tell us to sit down and act like a lady.
1: I always make the comment I am. I'm not telling you what I think.
2: I'm (laughs) talking to you nicely. Oh, and you know, um, I just want to put this out there. Um, Dr. King's um, youngest son passed away from prostate cancer. Dexter King, so uh, we send the family some, you know, some love and some support during this time. I think Bernice is his only daughter living now. I think. Yeah, that's something I learned this morning.
1: Yeah, it's an end of an era.
2: Yeah, it is. It's, it's crazy. You know, and I think they may have children too.
0: You know, yeah, yeah well, you not
1: There are some grandkids, some young ones too, that are carrying on the legacy.
2: And you know what? Being born into that family, you kind of have to.
0: You you really you know, kind of have to.
1: It's kind of sad at the same way because these kids. You know, it's like um Einstein's kids. You know, their society expects them to be a certain way. And live up to a certain and standard.
0: Saying,
2: yeah, that's what I'm saying. They have high hopes. Them children may not want to do that, you know. That may not be their cup of tea. So that becomes a little bit of a something different.
1: You no, know, it's kind of like the Kennedy kids. You know, they were all expected to be a certain way, do a certain thing. Yeah,
2: and then they ha- they hold them to these standards that the you know, that's impossible sometimes. And that's a, that's very disheartening.
1: You're almost setting them up for failure.
2: Absolutely Because all the pressure that is on them To be like their family member When they they have to find their own identity For themselves
0: So
1: it's like Um Um The Royals, the kids. You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, and really any
1: kid celebrity, you know, I let you know, like the Wahlbergs and Julia Roberts and them, they had it right where they kept their kids out of that. People didn't know who a lot of these kids are until after the fact. Listen,
2: you never know who these children are to. After the fact, they have done really well with keeping their children out of the out of the media, out of the limelight.
1: Line. Now you got the new age of like social media um, parents that you know plaster their kids all over social media and use them for for everything. You know the honey boo boos and things like that.
2: You know what? She I I just saw her recently. Beautiful girl. I don't know if she's still she doing pageants or not. I think she, she lost
0: her sister.
1: Yeah, her sister. One of her sisters died, but after her, um, I followed her, uh-huh. and um, her. Her mom went, went batch of crazy, basically. She took the fame and just, just turned nuts. Really? Yeah. She got into drugs and guys and, you know, life. And uh, Really?
2: You know, I don't watch TV like that, so I don't know what... what but I just remember her because she was a pageant girl. And I, too, am a pageant girl.
1: And, um... The when her mom did that, her um, her uh, older sister, who's not that much older than her, stepped up to the plate and took custody of her. Mhm. And uh, so she got to live a pretty. I mean, other than being in the spotlight, lived a pretty normal life.
2: Okay. You know I'm doing research You know I'm going to look it up That's why I forgive the pause Because honey I ain't seen a honey boo boo in so long
0: But her mom oh was
1: no. Good. Oh, her older sister ended up with having kids and um, got married and raised her little sister. Yeah. But
2: her mom lost a lot of
1: weight and all the things. That's beautiful. Yeah, her mom lost the weight by surgery.
2: Oh, okay. Nothing wrong with that. Do what you do. And I just want to let you know that they're from my, where I went to high school at, hometown. They're from McIntyre, Georgia. I went to school in Wilkinson County High School. How cute. She's got a boyfriend and all the things. Shada went down the honey boo boo rabbit hole. It's a rabbit hole. It is. Let me bring it back. Let me bring it back. That's so hilarious. Oh my gosh. Um I got some news. I have good news. Wanna share my good news with the good people? I want to give a shout out to the lovely people over at the W, Downtown Atlanta Downtown. They have partnered with Juiced Up Inc. and we are providing fresh, fresh beverages for the staff on tomorrow. That is about 300 people. Super excited! Shout out to the W Atlanta Downtown. We've been curating this partnership for a couple of years now. I started out teaching yoga for them and doing a few pop-ups. So now I am a vendor, I am a partner. Isn't that exciting? Awesome. Yeah, I am officially a W partner, and that's that's happening tomorrow. Every year doing Black History Month, they highlight local black businesses, and I was one of them, but this time it was, more like, hey, we know we worked with you in the past. How would you, uh, we created this opportunity. How would you like to, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, absolutely, blah, 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 I'm here. So shout out to them. That's exciting. I'm, uh, I have a question ready. for you about that. Go.
1: And I can only ask like this, and if it comes out wrong, you know I don't mean anything no, by mean. it. Yeah, no. Do you take offense to um, opportunities like that just because you are black?
2: Sometimes, but this is why I. It's one of those things. Uh, being black and they're celebrating your blackness, and you go, to, you your um your surfboard and you swag and you surf on it because if you're celebrating me and my blackness, then I'm definitely going to take your green dollars. However, sometimes it is a bit of a a caveat, but then it's no different than when March comes and it's Women's History Month and I'm being celebrated for being a woman. So although it was an opportunity via me being celebrated being black, I I enjoy this phrase. I turned a goddamn into a God's plan, and when they came to me with, hey, you want to pop up and be a vendor, I came to them with, no, I want to be a partner because I have a um, a health program that I want you guys to look at, and it's a health-initiating program to where your housekeepers and your bailmen and uh, your employees, your whole staff, have this time for their wellness. So I pitched them wellness, and they bought it. Now, did they buy it because I was black? Maybe. Or did they buy it because they really care about their employees and their well-being? Yes. Society is at an all-time high. It really is. And the fact that they want to engage in people's wellness and their well-being, and if my black ass can bring it to them, then, honey, we're here.
0: Like, we
2: started from the bottom, now we're here, okay? But um, I don't take offense to it because, one, I'm being celebrated. Two, it's exposure for the business and my brand and who I am. And third, and most importantly, I really get to take care of people. One thing, I came from a hospitality background. I've had several years in in hotel, uh, restaurant management, and, you know, sometimes employees are not treated fairly, and sometimes it's because age, race, um, people who, you know, deem themselves higher on the totem pole than other people, so they talk to you crazy which is why I enjoy when a hotel comes together and they create a union. That union is a safe space for each employee to thrive and um it enhances job security. And it definitely speaks volumes as to you know how how they take care of employees and I know one thing: if you take care of your employees, your employees take care of your guests, and your guests become repeat guests and they return. So it's a win-win situation for us all. Um, I definitely, hey, eh, you know, if you feel some kind of way and you want to help me, because I'm here. It's no different than all the grants and small I mean, and large corporations. At the end of the year, they still have this money and these um, funds that are allocated out, and they sought after black businesses to get it out because they have to spend the money does it look good that they help the black business yep does the black business continue to thrive and circulate dollars yep does it bring awareness to what to what's really going on absolutely and so I I don't think it's a it's a big thing and thank you for asking because a lot of times people think because of this, that, and the third, that it's easy to get it. I know even as a business owner trying to obtain uh, funds and, and grants and things, people say, oh, it's so many so many things out there for a minority. But when I tell you you got to drop through hoops and shucking and job to get it, and that is when I have a problem with it, when you exploit my blackness. That's when I have a problem with
0: it.
2: But if it's something that you're doing, kindness of your heart, you want to, you know, bring, bring about exposure to a local business, and then you partner with them to have them in your major corporation. That that speaks volumes. And and although there may be someone white behind him. There was a black lady that reached out to me who was the head of human resources. There was another black lady who was the head, who is a, a assistant general manager who reached out to me. So I'm here for
1: it. I'm here for it, girl. God, you're going that rabbit so hole I think that's, that's just a lot. That's pretty much oh. where I would be with that.
2: But thank you for asking, and thank you for like, you know, clearing it up to for for our followers because they may you know think one way, and you know maybe maybe not. Well, and, and I mean, me and the, Mary, the you're a minority too. too the you're most. Hispanic, so wait, German. I'm sorry, I made you Hispanic.
1: My bad. Everybody does. Don't worry about it. As long as you speak English, I'm okay.
2: Wait, are you wait, Mary, are you Hispanic in Germany?
1: I'm German-Irish. What what is called? It's called um they changed the term, but it used to be called. I lost it. It, it, got me now? Are we still on? Okay. All right, now can you still hear? going on? And um, yeah, now can you hear me? Lastly,
2: I'll be reading these poems,
0: poems,
2: on what it means.
1: um, There, now, can you hear me? No, to be...
2: And um, this first poem I wanted, because I I said I was going to read a poem every show. But this one is near and dear to me because I am a mother with a son. And back in the day, shout out to my Sadie. I was doing um, pageants as a child, speaking about Honey Boo Boo. And my talent would be different every time because my mom's like, you're you're talented. I want to showcase your talent. And this one particular pageant, I did a poem by Langston Hughes, and it was Mother to Son, and I'll read it like here, here goes. Well, son, I tell you, life for me ain't been no crystal stair. It's had tacks in it and splinters and boards torn up, and places with no carpet on the floor bare. But all the time, eyes have been climbing on and reaching landings and turning corners and sometimes going in the dark where there ain't been no light. So, boy, don't you turn your back. Don't you sit down on them steps because you'll find it's kind of hard. Don't you fall now. But as I still going, honey, I still climbing, and life for me ain't been no crystal stair. I had no idea what the hell that meant when I was young, reading it, reciting it, and people giving me standing ovations. But it was from a mother to her son that said, "In in short, my life has not been easy." And it's had some dark times, but I'm still pushing forward. I'm still walking in my purpose and in my truth. I'm still identifying who I am every single day. And I don't want you to make my mistakes. I want you to be better than I am. So don't be lazy. Don't sit around and wait for somebody to create something for you. Get out there and make it happen. Because my life has not been ideal, but I made it through. And I made it work, and now it's your turn. So all the things I have taught you, all the things that you have seen, and all the areas that I have grown that have helped you be who you are, you take that and you supersede where I am. Because my life hasn't been a crystal set, but yours can be. Create the life you want to live. God, that brings back so many memories. Happy Black History Month, ladies and gentlemen and jugs. Um, It's about it for today. Hug somebody black today. Invest in a black business. Um, Go out and show your appreciation for the black community. Um, This is a celebration. This is a month of you know, just really getting into our history because you can't say that there's an American history without black history. So go out today. Be your best self on purpose. Give a dollar away, maybe even two. Step back and watch it grow and just see what God can do. I love y'all. There's nothing you can do about it. Happy Black History Month. Um, I love being black. I am blackity, black, 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 and I'm grateful for my blackness. I'm grateful for my tribe. I'm grateful for the people who accept me and love me just as I am. I'm grateful for Mary, Bob, the entire Hope Collection. Thank you so much. Optimize My Life. You guys stay tuned. We'll see you back at noon. And uh that's it. That's all.
0: Have Can you a great hear me now?
2: Peace, love, and juice.